again. Real quick, I'm not sure what happened to my audio on this one, but it wouldn't render out. So, it's not the best of the best, and sorry. This should be fixed by next week. P.S. Make sure to join the Discord to wish Pop Kyle luck while he fights in the new Vietnam conflict. Hey everybody, hi! Welcome to episode 164 of Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince. And if I've done this correctly, I've installed a few things to Discord. So, join the Discord for multiple reasons, we'll get into it a little later. Uh, but join the Discord, there's a link in the description below. I've added a few things, because you can move things around and add things and make it uh, more user-friendly on Discord. Um, I've added something to try to get in contact with Kyle. Uh, now, for those who don't know, the uninitiated, if you will, Papa is... Um, he, he's, he's a brave, young soldier man uh, who is fighting for our freedoms in the Neo-Vietnam conflict. He got deported. I've been talking about this for the past few weeks. I don't know... Um, I don't even know if his mistress knows about this conversation that I could potentially have with Kyle, but it's it, it could be here. We could be. I got to tweak a couple things. I just want to intro it quick. Um, as I say this, I realize if it doesn't work, I'm gonna wind up editing this out and probably not even saying anything. But uh, if I do this correctly, we might be able to get some contact with Papa. Let me just. Alright, now if I do this, if I go over here with Discord, if I go to... Hello? Uh, hello? Papa, is that you? Hello? Hey, Papa, can you hear me? Uh, uh, hello? Hey, are you safe? Are you good? Vince? Papa. Uh, hello? Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Are you safe? Where are you? Uh... I'm in some kind of cave, but I can't disclose this information. I'm northeast of the Yucatan Peninsula. That's all I can tell you. I'm in, I have some radio equipment, but I'm safe. But you're safe. You're For good. Now. Do you know when you're coming home? I, I don't know. My half the platoon was destroyed. God. They have it's, some sort I, of machine I... now. Really? What kind of machine? No, I don't know. Walks around. You say machine. Like a Terminator? Something with two legs. Really? You know, did you? See, I don't know if you saw. I don't know how how news flow is coming to to the soldiers and whatnot. We but, get a um, pretty good four G signal out here. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I wouldn't want you to get five G. It'd turn you gay, and then they'd send you home. Uh, but I don't know if you saw that Elon Musk just announced the Tesla bot. You know, I did see. Did you really? Okay. Are you allowed to disclose this? Do you want me to? Do you want me to like edit cut some that. of that? Just cut that. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Well, how are you? <laughs> other other than serving your country, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. A stressful couple of months. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. There's no internet out there. You yeah. had no internet for how long? Twenty days. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, come on. It's it's. 2021 the soldiers need some internet <laughs> and then i got sick at before that i remember that you had that like severe dehydration yeah and then uh water so, flooded our camp which is which i think is so like ironic that you would think you were in neo-vietnam at the time right yeah 
So I would think that like Neo Vietnam is very humid. I picture kind of like it's 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 an it's an island if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, I kind of picture like rice fields everywhere. So you wouldn't think that you would be short on water, but just I guess the heat. <laughs> you know that heat that heat's a killer. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, Kyle, there's a few things we got to talk about today. I'm happy you're here. Um, yeah, glad to reach to out. Voice. Uh, I hope you can stick around. I hope the signal doesn't give out. But uh, while you've been gone, there's some things that we should talk about real quick that have been going on that I think you might have some uh, some knowledge in. I, I have written down here in my, my notes for the show, I wanted to talk about OnlyFans banning sexually explicit content. Um, I'm just going to open up the Twitter link that I have here. But like it's not even – it's like a, a moot point at this point. Uh, on August 20th, only fan, like the Twitter news article thing said OnlyFans is banning se- sexually explicit content after building its business off the backs of sex workers. The company is now promoting certain content. I'm sorry, prohibiting certain content as it searched for new investors. Like I said, I got this off of Twitter. But then like today, the 25th, they were like JK. Yeah, which I think is wild. Yeah. And uh, I heard it was because there were people that were going on there that were younger than the age of 17 posting stuff and were saying, screw it. I'm going to be 18 in less than a year. I'll just lie. I think you and that you have to like I thought you have to like confirm and like license and everything. Maybe I mean it's not hard to get a fake ID. Yeah, I know there's there. I think their TOS or whatever was for like a lot of stuff tools, like weapon stuff and like a lot of not great weapons? stuff. I'd really, yeah, I don't know. Hey, if you say so, I don't know. I don't use the the site. I just think it's fascinating that it was just like, hey, here's a multi billion dollar industry, and we're making it off of you watching other people do the do and they built that website basically too uh yeah i remember listening to a podcast and they said that like the guy who started it dude here's the weird thing the guy who started it it's him and his son hmm. imagine you and your dad sitting down and being like pop let's start a porn industry <laughs> like, like that's so like uncomfortably like uh, just I don't know. I wanted to talk about it, but I don't feel like there's anything really to talk about. Yeah, now. it just seems. Uh, I know that like a lot of people are like, "How we're not going back because you just like betrayed our trust." And it's like uh, I don't think they said it, it was like a permanent thing that they're not going to do it. So it could be like I, in the next few months they'll be like, "Oh, we're doing it again." Yeah, just just let's let's let everything die down. In weird sex work news related stories. Just because opening that opened up my Twitter, uh, I saw Ron Jeremy was trending, and if anybody doesn't know about the Hedgehog, I find him fascinating. Uh, he's like the most popular porn star of all time, and he just—he looks like a foot. I think he <laughs> like, got like in super trouble about like stuff too. Yeah, I, the L.A. Times says breaking: Ron Jeremy has been indicted with more than thirty counts of sexual assault stemming from. Allegations made by more than 20 women that span less than a quarter of a century, prosecutors said. That's okay. Good. Not good. You know what I mean? 
just <laughs> I never thought I would just see that. So, okay. Kyle, let's move away from the sex talk. <laughs> Fallout Worlds, my guy. Oh. Um This is a quick article. Again, here's another tweet. Um I'm going to uh, Bethesda Game Studio said between customizable servers, server settings and relaxed building limitations, a lot a lot was covered for Fallout Worlds during QuakeCon. So, that was the tweet. Takes me right over to the Bethesda net. I'm not going to read all of this. I might just read a quick blurb or two. Oh my god, I gotta put my Huff birthday in. <laughs> do you do you do this thing when you go to a website and you have to put your birthday in that you forget that you're like of age to put your birthday in? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting in like 1943. <laughs> all it's all it says. There's a video. I'm not going to play the video because. On Lizard Brains, I wanted to show the trailer for a Godzilla movie, and then they wanted to, like, take the video down. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm giving you, I'm showing it's th- fair two share, minutes yeah. of a trailer. Exactly. I'm showing two minutes of your trailer, the whole trailer, but then an hour of a discussion about how much we loved the movie, and you're going to tell me that's not a big advertisement for your own thing. So the video will not be on screen. But it just says Appalachia is about to get a lot bigger. However, with the arrival of Worlds, an all-new system designed to bring players to bring players their own custom experience into the wasteland, and then it shows two videos. I feel like I'm obligated to talk about Fallout 76 stuff, regardless of my interest. <laughs> and I don't really know what to say about this other than okay. Yeah, it's like take <laughs> forge from halo but the only way you can make maps is you have to pay for it yeah well i mean we'll talk about halo in a little bit but you heard what they're doing with infinite uh-huh no no co-op no forge no fun and you know what dude i was thinking about it i'm not gonna play infinite until it has co-op because i just want to play it with you yeah and we'll talk about it later like i know you're gonna play it like when it comes out i don't but, even like, know i can wait Really? I mean, we might just do the multiplayer. Like, I don't want to pay a full price for a, just a single-player game that might be over. The game is free. Campaign's not. Really? I don't think it's on... I. It may be on Game Pass, but I they haven't said anything, so I don't feel I like it's it going to be. Do you have anything you want to say about Worlds? Uh, a, can't they learn that, like, stop doing pay stuff? Yeah. If you're going to do pay stuff, make the game free to play. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I think I'd be more okay with them doing, like, Fallout's First and Fallout Worlds if... Fallout First is such a dumb name, too, but hold on. I'd be okay with that if they were just putting the game out for free. Because isn't ESO for free, but all the DLC packs you have to pay for? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you want to go to, I think, Elsewhere or, or Skyrim or something. Uh, I, I know right like now, pay. I don't think it's, I mean, it might be over, but they had a sale. I bought it on uh, PS5. But it's like, hey, for 30 bucks you get all of them. Re- for 30 For That's 30 really bucks you bad. get the main game and you get That's all really four bad. of the DLC. Yeah. So just, like, I kind of hope, and that's kind of, hold on, before I forget. Uh, Fallout Worlds, if you're playing 76, is available September 8th of, of 21 of this year. Um, that's kind of what I hope they do with Expeditions, mm-hmm. with the pit, is that I think they know we're not going to be getting Fallout 5 for a while, and I kind of... I, I'm kind of doubtful that we're going to get remakes and remasters. Like, I know the running joke is like, it's definitely going to maybe sort of kind of happen someday, maybe tomorrow, but not really. Yeah. Like, I get the meme, but 
I think this is why they're going to give us expeditions. I I hope it's going to be a standalone DLC that just runs off of the 76 disc. And I'm for this. This is what I'm hoping for. Pay $25, you get to see the pit, you get to do a story in the pit, you get to explore, and it's kind of a standalone Fallout game. Like, a bite-sized chunk of a Fallout game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially if it's... It looked like it was... um. If I remember correctly from the trailer from E3, I think you see someone who's like a pre-war soldier, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, do that. Like, show what happens 10 years after the bombs drop, right after the bombs drop. But build it in 76. Why not? It would get people to buy 76. Yeah, and this or, also could maybe, potentially, it could maybe be like, oh, 76 is crazy wacky. But these expeditions set up lore that are would, serious. Yes. Hey, we can see what the pit is. Maybe this is how we can see what happens, and then it becomes the pit from three. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I I doubt they're gonna show if if they're going to keep with the timeline of like early Fallout stuff. I really doubt they're gonna show uh, Elder Lion's expedition through the pit to get to DC. I mean, so why not to be show, honest, like show the it could be that could be the story for all we know you know what i mean maybe because i mean there is a vertebrate and in fallout 3 they do have vertebrates i have to watch a trailer again i haven't watched it in a while because it was just like okay that's coming out next year but i don't know anything about it mm-hmm. it makes sense that you could go to the pit because of where appalachia is in relation to the pit if I remember correctly, the very, very north tip of 76's map, like, is technically PA. And, like, I, I never I never really express how excited I get about Pittsburgh being in the game because, like, I'm, f- I'm from PA. Like, and I'm just like, holy shit, like, this is where I lived. And, uh, but, okay. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about that I have here is from thegamer.com, the hashtag gamer. This is written by, why do journalists have the most buckwild names, Papa? <laughs> Rhiannon? R-H-I-A-N-N-O-N. Rhiannon? Rhiannon? I, I don't know. This is on the, this is on the gamer.com. Uh, Rhiannon Bevan. Uh, Bethesda hires the head writer of the Fallout London mod. Fallout London was revealed to the world in June of this year with an incredibly impressive AAA quality announcement trailer. Now it appears that fans of the series weren't the only ones hooked as Bethesda has hired the project's lead writer and the Fallout London Discord server explaining that Stephanie... What these names, dude? Zacharitis? Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Also known by her handle online, Siren, is leaving the project to join Bethesda. As clarified by the project lead, this does not mean the story of Fallout London is changing. The plot is said to be concrete, and it is just ju- dialogue that has to be finished. So I might put a picture of like the announcement. I probably will if I'm saying it. I'll put a picture of the announcement on screen. You'll see it next to me face. Ka, how do you feel about this? What do you think when you when you read something like that? It's interesting. Because how many others have ever had that? You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. You're making a mod, and then it's like, hey, you now work for Bethesda. I don't want to sound like a cynic when I say this, 
but I don't care about mods because they're not canon. True, I can see that, yeah. Like, I, and, and I'm not saying that a lot of work doesn't go into it. I can appreciate that, and I do. Uh, when someone makes a story mod or, like, a vault mod and they make a story, it's fun to be able to tell a story. I always hit the mic. It's fun to be able to tell a story in a world that you love and appreciate, but at the same time, it to me, it's just fan fiction. And fan fiction's great. People, people, people love writing fan fiction, reading fan fiction, because it allows you to kind of see other perspectives but to me it's like it's just it's not real like it did it doesn't happen there's no it's not canon if you're looking forward to fall at london i hope this doesn't impede it i hope you can still enjoy it i hope it's still an enjoyable experience my other thing is do you think maybe they just hired her thinking it would deter the mod from coming out I mean, like, let's just say curveball. That's the idea for Fallout Five is London. True. Like, and I know, I know it probably isn't. And at this point, I feel like the theme of um, Fallout, the Bethesda ones, are kind of more based in Americana. Like three, New Vegas, seventy six doesn't feel like Fallout. Everything's too clean. Twenty five years after the bombs fell. Um, but like, maybe, just maybe, they have plans on doing something with London. They're like, what if we just hire her? She's apparently good enough to write something, to do something. Why not? Just an idea. Like, I don't, I don't see it being true. I don't see it being false, but I just want to know what you thought on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be possible. It also could be like them going and being like, okay, we already get bad press from shutting down mods and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't we do the let's hire her, bring her on the team, and then maybe it will shut down itself. You know. Let's do the American way to shut down a mod. <laughs> let's uh, let's bring those people in and yeah. assimilate them to our culture. But all right, we we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot more Bethesda talk to talk about other than Skyrim again, Kyle. <laughs> How do you feel about Skyrim again? Twenty twenty edition, twenty twenty one edition. I'm sorry. I was I'm, I was a bit confused of what it gives you. It gives you all the DLCs and yes. supposedly all the content creator stuff. Okay, I read 500 content no, it, creator points. No, not points. It doesn't say points, though. Really? It says content creations. Huh. Because I, so I made sure to look at free? I, whatever is in the content creator, I think. Because I had to double-check well, that, because I thought it said points as well, but the official, like, I think the picture says content creations underneath it. Didn't you say they stopped the content creation club? Like, 2019, um, I think? Yeah, but also fishing, Papa Fishing! Yeah, a new, actually a new feature in the game. How cool would it be, though, if it was just, like, Skyrim 2021 edition, a very special Ultimate Edition... And, like, there's a new quest line that you can do. Like, a new DLC-sized quest line. That would be pretty cool. Like, you've already made a stupid amount of money. You can't allocate a couple resources to do that? Yeah. So, I, you can up, if you have the special edition, you can upgrade to the anniversary edition. But the special edition gets the next-gen upgrade and fishing. Oh, okay. So I gotta buy it again. I don't... 
they said you can upgrade it from the normal one. Maybe just pay for pay ten bucks or for the creation. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. There's a lot of interesting creation club stuff there. Like you got like the survival stuff you can do. Yeah, but I mean, the game already has mods on it on consoles, so it's kind of pointless. Kyle, um, I don't want to spend too much time on Skyrim, just because I'm done. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of want to go back and play it, but at the same time, I don't. But uh, something recently came out, and it rips mm-hmm. and it slaps. Early came out uh, early. Yeah, it came out early, guys. Psychonauts Two is so good. It's so good. Uh, this past weekend, I. I sat in front of my TV and went, I'm going to get through Psychonauts 1 so I remember everything. And I'm exhausted. That game is not forgiving. Um, The puzzles are way harder than I remember them being. And the meat circus, like, wasn't hard this time. Which I know everyone says, like, the hardest part. The meat circus took me, like, two tries and I was done. The milkman conspiracy took me, like, three hours to do. Because I was just like, what am I doing? What do I do? Where do I go? Who do I talk to? And then, like, I forgot they make you, like, get money. But then Psychonauts 2 picks up right afterwards. It's just as charming. Well, after the Rhombus of Ruin. Which I streamed Um, for you. Yes. So I I would sit there for three hours and play. Kyle would message me and be like, hey, man, uh rhombus and i'd be like all right cool i mean it's only a two or three hour experience but then i would get done with that and then go right back to the game so then it picks up right after i don't want to spoil anything please do not spoil the game if you're playing it if you've gotten farther than i i'm only at like the first probably less than a quarter of the game as of this recording uh hopefully if we get done at a good time i'm gonna go play more (laughs) it's just it's so good it's so charming it's so witty I mean, like, the. I don't think this is a spoiler, but the Psychonauts HQ is called the Mother Lobe, and it's a brain? Like, the Mother Lobe? Like, just, just the wordplay. And, and Kyle and I, we were playing it together at the same time. Papa was a little ahead of me. But, like, Kyle. Yeah. How was that first, like, first, let's say, hour and a half it's so of good. Psychonauts 2? So good. What was it? What was it like listening to me squeal as I, with excitement, <laughs> uh, like, like a schoolgirl? I it's just I wish I had it recorded, but just the first, like the first thing you do, just made me so happy. And I think the art style of it is really it's done a service of it being like HD now. Like I'm playing on my Series X, and I think if anything. I hope people play Psychonauts 2 and it's big enough where they'll go back and remake Psychonauts 1 in all of the new controls and all of the new uh, graphics because it's kind of hard to play the first one because it looks so muddy. Yeah. And there's probably mods on PC to fix that, but like it's just really kind of cumbersome to play. I'd also pay for this game if it was physical. If you guys have never played Psychonauts if you guys have never played Psychonauts 1 and you want to try 2, the intro tells you everything you need to know. You kind of miss all the cutesy, quaint, quirky, other synonym for good with a Q. Things that like the first game has, like exploring Camp Whispering Rock. Like We're listening to that theme now. Like Because we listen to music when we record through, through Discord. We're listening to that now. 
slaps. Um, just, ugh. It's such a good game. I'm having such a good time with it. The storytelling is great. I kind of... Kyle, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. You say something. Uh, uh, I'm really enjoying the art style because, to me, it's kind of like a mixture of claymation and stop motion. Almost. Like, I'm getting that vibe from it. Yeah. With with that, like, 60s espionage mm-hmm. feel. And, like, the Muppety-looking characters. The mu- oh, they are kind of Muppety! Dude, I love the I love the psychonaut interns that Raz meets like really early on, and I like how like they're from all over the world. Like I really really like that. I, <laughs> oh, dude, I think we should oh. save this for a special episode. No, yeah, we we should. But there's two things. Quick. I was hinting because I was gonna promote our. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, shamelessly plug. Go ahead, do it. Do Kyle it. Kyle and Vince likes things. <laughs> uh, where we both like things at the same time. Oh, there's something else that we'd like that we should talk about in a minute, but let's let's actually save that for the third segment. Let's get into this lore because this is going a little longer. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick, did you unlock the the fast travel mode? Yes. In, did you see what it's called? I sent you a picture of yes. it. Yes. Because it's made by a man named Otto, and then Bon B A N is an acronym for something. It's called the Auto Bon. I was like, <laughs> that's so. Okay, who's your favorite psychonaut so far? Uh, I like Bacon Guy. Uh, Crawler. No. Bacon Guy. Yeah, the one guy you find and you can clairvoyance him and all he sees is bacon. Oh, 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 oh. His name is Colin. And I and I don't know why I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a thing that I was I was a little I, we will we will save this for Kyle and Vince likes. I love Mia Vadello. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is about her. I just really like her. She makes me she makes me smile. I don't know why. All right, Papa. Um, let's get into this lore. Yeah. Before we do the lore, though, we got to thank the Patreon. Let, real quick, let's thank the Patreon, Papa. Uh, because of you guys, we can do this again. I'm still trying to figure out our new podcasting hosting thing. So I know there was a problem with Spotify. I don't know if they got cleared up or not. I tried to do something about it. Uh, if you guys use Spotify, well, you're not going to know. If you use Spotify, you're not going to hear this. Um if anybody in the Discord that also uses Spotify, let me know if it's being updated or not. I might even ask sometime during this week, during the editing process when I'm hearing this. So, uh, but thank you because of you guys, we can continue to do this. We can continue to have a show. Uh, I was able to get Papa here and that's a big get. Did you speak to your mistress? I have not done that yet. You know you gotta do that. In time. <laughs> let's just let's just thank everybody starting from the top we have to thank the og noah thank you noah after noah we have to thank danny thank you danny after danny we thank marcus thank you marcus and fourth we have to thank bones jones thank you bones jones and after bones jones we have to thank girth brooks thank you girth brooks like i said you guys are a huge help um it's great to have support. It's great to have some love, some feedback, all of that. Um, might be doing a couple things differently with the with the Patreon coming up shortly, sometime soon. I'll let you guys know about that. Um, but that being said, Papa, it's time to go to our Lord. Now, if you've been playing along at home, if you've been watching for a while, I think I've been doing this for like six months or six months, six weeks to two months at this point. I'm not entirely sure. Um, 
in the Discord, again, we've talked about Discord a lot today. Uh, join the Discord. There's a link in the description below. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometime that week, I'll ask a question. This week seems to be going by faster than I thought it would. And I forgot to ask, and I asked yesterday, a number between 1 and 50. And then nobody got it, and it was late in the day today. And I said it is between 40 and 50. <laughs> and uh, the answer was 49. And uh, the person who guessed it was Dalton. So Dalton today. Dalton today has picked for us. Uh, some lore from Fallout 2, which I was really, really happy about, because I've been wanting to do something from the older games, because we kind of been sticking in, like, the 2000, um, the 2000, 2008 to, like, 2015 range as of late. So, uh, Dalton picked, and if you want to pick lore, just make sure you're in the Discord below. I will ask a question once a week. First person to get the question right picks lore, and this week's lore is the slags from fallout 2 now kyle do you know anything about the slags from fallout 2 yes absolutely not yeah me either <laughs> <laughs> i i was super happy that dalton picked this because i knew nothing about them um actually kyle you'll appreciate this when i was messaging called dalton back and forth i hope this isn't this isn't this isn't wrong if i read this right it's just it's just something quick we were talking about this the lore that uh they picked and they go, Fallout lore and Christery are my expertise. <laughs> and I said, ooh, the fine arts. <laughs> Fellow Christorian. <laughs> um, can you believe what he did? Can you yeah. believe? I'm still thinking about it. Uh, I think yeah. it's still nuts. Um, all right. So <laughs> the slags are led by Veger. I feel like I'm saying a slur, but it's V-E-G-E-I-R. How would you say that? Say it again. V e g i r. V e g e i r. Vigoro. There's no O in there. Kyle. Oh, Where'd no. you get an O from? I don't know. I thought you said O. V e g e i r. I only say his name once, but I just want to make sure it's uh, e i r. I'm gonna say Viger. It might be. Yeah, it might be like second E silent. Maybe I don't know. In twenty twenty two forty one, they are on the outskirts of Modoc. And they are the people that inhabit... They are the mutated people from the ghost farm. The slags are are the descendants of a secret pre-war militia that when the bombs fell, they bunkered themselves underground. This became known as the ceiling, which I think is a great... Do you ever pickle? I know you grow vegetables. Do you ever pickle anything? I have not. And also that went terribly wrong. What? My vegetable garden. Oh no, what happened? Uh, well, tomatoes started to grow, but everything else yeah. died. <laughs> no, so only the tomatoes? tomatoes survive. I did. Hey, you can make some, you can make um, some sauce. And I saw something on it, and I was like, oh, is that a caterpillar no. cocooning? No. And I looked, and like, it looks like it's like covered in a leaf, and there's all these little white things hanging off of it. And we looked it up, and it was like, oh, it's a caterpillar, but there's wasp uh. eggs eating it. What? The little white things hanging off it is like wasp yeah. eggs, and they eat the caterpillar. Holy shit! Okay, and we were, um, we not touch it with our hands, but we hit it, and you can see the caterpillar moving. So we like sprayed it, and it was still alive. And I'm like, uh, just pick all the tomatoes off, and we'll get rid of it. It's nothing else is growing, so that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, I like the idea of the name being the ceiling because I started uh, pickling. Um, 
red red onions or purple onions, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And to do it properly, you have to get a jar that seals. And after you've kind of done something to it, it then changes. So the sealing, um, because of the sealing, they mutated. Their skin turned pale and their pupils enlarged to accommodate underground life. They are absolutely terrified of the night sky and are very sensitive to the sun's natural light. There's a movie with Brendan Fraser. Tell me if you remember this movie where they're, they... I feel like we've talked about this on the show before, where the, they thought the end of the world was happening and they go underground. Huh. What are you talking about? Uh, anyway. It's vaguely anyway, familiar. This is what this reminded me of. They're so terrified of the... Like this in general. The slags are so terrified of the night sky that they lie frozen in fear as to not fly into the endless sea of nothingness that is the night sky. They will lay on the ground and clutch it. Like, like dig their fingers into the ground as to not fly... Because their whole perception is underground. So when you go above ground, it's like flip to them. I think that's fascinating. Some point... Prior to 2241, they realized that they could no longer survive underground, and the seal was broken. They started a small farm. Being so close to Modoc, some of Modoc's citizens went hunting and saw what they thought was an abandoned farm that was left shortly after it was erected. After many months of trying to see if anyone was there to no avail, Carl, who's an NPC who you can meet, there's probably a... Um, a picture of Carl on screen somewhere uh, along with, what's this guy's name? Veger, uh, on screen somewhere. Uh, Carl moves in so the crops wouldn't rot. The slags didn't want to be violent, so to scare, scare Carl off, they started smearing glowing fungus on them to scare him. Carl would tell stories of glowing figures tending crops and feeding animals. All of the people in Modoc would laugh and make fun of Carl, and then he eventually just stopped going to town. So imagine, like, you find a nice house and just a farm. There's animals. There's Brahmin. There's... I don't even know what animals would be around. There wouldn't be, like, chickens and shit, because I don't think chickens showed up until Fallout 4. Rad chickens. I mean, like, there's probably a dog running around, you know. Farm activity. And... <laughs> That'd be a great name for an album, Farm Activity. <laughs> um, so he stops going to town. The Modokans come looking for Carl. And what they find are bodies, guts, sinew, and crucifixions all left to rot in the sun. All of these are props left by the slags to scare anyone who might try to steal. They assume that Carl was dead when in reality he just moved to the den. No one ever came back to the farm out of fear of the ghosts. Sometime around 2241, the slags wanted to trade surplus food for medicines, and the chosen one can choose to help them contact Modoc. So, like I said, I knew nothing about them. I think this is fascinating. I think the idea of going underground, and they were obviously trained if they were a militia. They obviously had some sort of gun knowledge. But the fact that they didn't choose violence, they could have. The guy could have showed up, and they could have been like, "Bang, get out of here." You know what I mean? Like yeah. they chose. Let's let's try and be spooky. Like let's try and do some dumb shit. So on the wiki, and I get all of my lore off of Fallout.fandom.com. So if you talk to Viger, you can you can talk to uh, Viger to get a little more 
insight on who they were, who the, the slags are. And uh, the chosen one will say, tell me about your people. And Vigor will say, once long ago, we were once like the surface. We too dwelled above ground until the world above caught fire. Our ancestors, who were part of a secret militia, sealed themselves and their families down here for protection. For generations, down here we've remained, safely hidden, with the womb within the womb of Mother Earth. That's cool as shit. I really like that. You have anything you want to say on the slags, Papa? Uh, I'm very interested to know more lore. Yeah, there's that's they it. They kind of they remind me appear. of like mole men almost. The mole people of Quadrant Nine. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, well, there are those mole men people in seventy six, but. We, could, we don't have to talk about Oh, that. yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I like the idea of people going underground and mutating. I'm surprised. It's a hundred... I have it written down here. 2241 is 164 years after the bombs drop. How many people were down there? How inbred is this community? It's like uh, Futurama. <laughs> of old New York? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. I think that's lore. So, Papa, there's some other things that you wanted to talk about. Yes. Real quick. I didn't think the first segment was going to go so long, so I thought, let's hold it over to the third. What do you want to talk about, friend? Uh, should I just talk about what was announced today? Uh, you can talk about it in whatever order you want to talk about it. I'm, I'm here. Uh, so, a couple days ago, they... I forgot what the freaking studio is. Violation or whatever. Volition? Volition. Deep Silver, I think, did this too. Uh, announced that a Saint Row reboot announcement was coming today. Mm-hmm. And we got it. And it's horrible. <laughs> it looks uh, like a ripoff Fortnite with millennials as gang members. <laughs> Kyle. That is funny, but I was looking for the picture that you put, and I and I went to go to general chat in the Discord, and I accidentally clicked on general live chat, and the first thing I saw was AT and T Lily. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I'm look. I'm, this picture will be on screen. One of them like is the, the boss. The girl in the middle one? is the boss. They say character customization is is a thing, and it's bigger than ever, whatever. But like to me, that your side characters look just like general normal people that they don't look, look like NPCs. Yeah. They don't look appealing like Johnny Gat or like Shondi or Pierce. And they're wearing joggers. Who the fuck's still wearing joggers? This dude's wearing like skinny pants. What are you doing, dude? I want to see more because the, the artwork in the background reminds me as I think they were the Los Cornales in the first game. Yeah, because it's it was a Mexican gang, and that's kind of it'd be neat to see. But like, yeah, it's a complete reboot. New Dude. setting is Santos Lesos. Uh, Santos Lesos. Yeah, character creator, cross gen, co op support. Does that mean Saint Loser? I don't know. Santos is Saint, no, or Santa, whatever. So go on. I apologize, but it. The characters just don't look appealing. They look like 
a good general character you could put in uh, any video game and this looks that like walks around. Of, yeah, this looks like the type of guy I would run over these yeah. people. Um, what I'm seeing, and I, again, I haven't heard anything, but I'm I'm seeing a huge lack of Keith David. Probably won't be in it. <sighs> God. Uh, Johnny like Gat's not in it. They confirmed that on a live stream, and they also... They said they had a great cast of representation, which I don't know. They had that in the other games. They had buff girl and girl who drives car good. That's how they describe their representation. Yeah, I mean, the first game had a lot. I played Saints Row 1 and 2 a lot. I didn't really play the other ones, but... Yeah, I guess you did have good rep in that game. To me, I thought, like, oh, they're going to reboot it. Okay, so... They're going to take the first game or the second game, maybe mash them together, and then, like, reboot a retelling almost like that. Because COD did that. Yeah. COD had Pierce and everything back in it. And they were getting he? ghosts. Yeah. Uh, really? The newer COD or whatever had that. They ha- The campaign had Pierce and a retelling of Modern Warfare and stuff like that. Get the f*** out of here. So, like, my mind was like, okay, we're going to get, like, God, we're going to get half characters, but it's going to be in, like, a new story, retelling of it. But it's like, nope. Here's a complete new game. None of the original cast that made Saints Row fun. You play as millennials. Uh, the title looks like a Fortnite title. I did see that. I wasn't... A- okay, here's the thing. We haven't seen anything yet, though. I think there's a little bit of gameplay out there, but it's... Okay. <sighs> but, like, who knows? Dude, how do you know this isn't going to be fun? Like, I-, I know I'm normally the one to shit on things. It just... it To me, Saints Row is... You're a gangbuster, and you're in a gang, and you're fighting a gang. They don't look like they're in a gang. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy on the left looks like a Jersey Shore. Someone who's still trying to get on the shirt, Jersey Shore a decade after it Like they they look like they're like, oh, there's gangs around. Let's take it in our own thing to start a gang. Let's type on Twitter that we're starting a gang. Yeah, let's get a hashtag going. <sighs> That's Dude, who knows? Maybe the writing's good. Maybe the writing's really good. I don't know. It They... They know they had something good, and they know the fans wanted like a remake of one or two, but they're like, yeah. let's reboot it and not do any of that. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of people on Twitter ang- super angry. Super angry. That sucks. I want to see more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve judgment until I see. I, and you know me. I don't watch I know, trailers. I know. But, like, I want to see more. Because, I dude, who, like I said, who knows? Maybe it's going to be great. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just not happy about it at the moment, you know? Yeah, I it's know. It's been I know. a while. I mean, they also just re, like, remastered and, like, changed up what Saints Row 3 looks like for next gen. Really? Like, it's better. Like, the characters' models look better and stuff like that. You know what really? I mean? Really? Dude, Saints Row is this scrappy little game that I remember coming out and, like... But also, dude, think about the time Saints Row 1 came out. It was a way more serious game. And I feel like a lot of games back then were about gang violence. Yeah. I mean, they also called it the GTA clone, but it was so different from GTA 2. Yeah, I remember thinking, like, Saints 2 was more fun than GTA 4. But now that I, look, now that I like, think about GTA 4 and, like, look back on it, like, that was a, that was a great game. Yeah. GTA 4 is like, like the like I remember the first time watching somebody play GTA 4 and they walk downstairs and you could see the like the feet lined up and like Nico would like stand half on a corner, half off a corner, 
Like that shit was really impressive. Yeah. Like I remember that. And uh, I, but I remember thinking that I liked Saints 2 more because it was more wacky ass. Yeah, you had a little bit more craziness, but it was also serious. Where, like, yeah. I think GTA is always like, it's goofy, but they accept the goofy. Like, all the ads and all the, like, yeah. the radios and stuff like that. Like, people are just, like, <laughs> insane, but it's, like, a normal thing. Did I ever tell you my favorite GTA radio ad of all time? What? Knife After Dark. <laughs> Do you ever hear Knife After I forget if it's in San Andreas or if it's in uh, if it's in Vice City, but I remember playing one of them and listening to it. And it's about, like, this kid who's, like, going on a murder spree. And at the end of it, it's like, Knife After Dark, rated R for... Re- <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing as, like, a nine-year-old. I was like, that's so funny. They're so funny. Now they can't say that. But... Uh, but- yeah, that's Saints Row stuff. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> in other news, uh, so we'd mentioned some Halo stuff before. Yes. Um, Halo 5. Um, not Halo. Well, no, it's not Halo 5. Halo 6, Infinite, whatever. Um, they yeah. came out and said that when it launches, the campaign will have no co-op campaign and there will not be Forge at launch. Like, whatsoever? Uh, they said it would be in seasons, which I don't know if it, seasons are counting for campaign or the online, because the online's free. Online's free to play for mm-hmm. Halo Infinite. But they said in season two, a co-op campaign will launch, which seasons take over three months. So in three months co-op campaign Jesus will be added Christ. to the game. Oh my god. Okay. And then in six months Forge will be added to the game. <sighs> wow. And I think they like, officially announced that it's coming out December this year. December oh, so they, they, officially, they gave a date. They gave a date. Just a quick side tangent. I was listening to a podcast today and the guy on the show was saying about how important Halo 2 was to him. And that he, like, really connected with the characters. And he goes, in retrospect, I'm sitting there going, how was, how was I connecting to this? This is Keith David with four lips. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this I think this is ridiculous. Every Halo game that I, I can think of, like, especially 3. I think 3 was the biggest. Like, regardless of how you feel about the entire series. Because you and I have been playing them. Yeah. Right? So, um... We started with Reach. We're doing it chronologically because we're excited for Infinite. So we did Reach. Reach was cool. It was a lot different than I remember. Like, I don't really remember a lot of it, but I remembered some of it. Uh, we're, we're almost done with Halo 1. And do not play with the new graphics. It is not good with the new graphics. It loses all of its charm. Yeah. We're and also, also doing like, uh, full legendary. Uh, full legendary. Full legendary. Yeah. Skulls, too. Mm-hmm. Like, four skulls on at a time, not messing around. But, like, I'm excited for Infinite. And, yes, I probably won't mess around in Forge, but I'm pretty sure on the Master Chief Collection that custom games is, like, its own thing that you can kind of go into and just play custom games online with other people. But that means for six months, for half of 2021... You will not be able to do that unless they import all of the custom games from the Master Chief Collection. And to be honest with you, I don't think they're going to do that. No. 
It's so <sighs> so they put they they made a battle. There, there's rumors of a battle royale mode being there, but instead of saying, "Hey, this is going to come out in a month after the game comes out," it's, "Hey, Halo has a battle royale mode, so get on that." But for Forge, for the longtime fans, and for co-op, which did the first one have co-op? I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, I think it did. So like here's that's just feature. such a crucial part. I remember reading comments saying, like, oh, I don't need co-op. I play solo. And I think somebody mentions, like, oh, good. I can finally understand a single-player Master Chief game. I'm like, what? Like, just what because it's two Chiefs when you play co-op doesn't take away nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I'm going to play it. You know, I'm going to play it with you or whatever. But, like, it's just... I don't understand why. Because they put a battle royale mode in it. I mean, I'm totally down for that. Just imagine getting a Keith David Arbiter skin. Or playing as Arbiter in battle royale. That's okay. Yeah, that's cool. But also, there's also news while we're talking about battle royales. I listened to this PlayStation podcast. They were talking about a guy who like dived deep into the files of last of us two. And, the way the maps were like set up was like here Seattle and Jackson and like a bunch of other places and it kind of like blend together and it was this huge map and it was rumored that there was like a battle royale that was planned for it hmm. which I think could be neat but just I know I'm I, if I don't tell you now I'm gonna forget about it so <laughs> um I, I think that's a neat idea. You could play as Johnson. You could play as any of Noble Six. You could play as they. Honestly, they'll probably put in people from the books, because the show yeah. that's coming out, I think for HBO or Showtime or something, is like based Showtime. on one of the characters from the books. Well, Chief's so, in it. In what the show? Yeah, they uh, got the actor to play Chief. Really? Yeah. Good shit. Okay, didn't know that. But like, you could probably play as Cortana. You know what I mean? You could probably play as like Chief in Halo One graphics. You could probably play as Arbiter in Halo Two graphics. You probably plays Arbiter without the armor. You could probably, like, you know what I mean? I don't know if anybody even plays Halo that listens to this. I don't know if there's any friggin' crossover. The point is, it's disappointing to see this because they wanted to put in a trend. If it's even true, you know. Dude, Fallout 76 had a battle. No, there's like there's like uh, people data mined the beta that came out and they found the guy going battle royale like okay. in it. I mean, from what I understand, but like it's, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to also think that it's 343 and it's Microsoft that they didn't have. I guess maybe it's because Microsoft may have been pushing for Halo to release, you know, because they already delayed it. They delayed it because people made a big fuss about graphics. How did okay? Do you think see. that was? Do you think that was like? Do you think that was needed or no? I don't think so. I think it was just also like, here's just a quick demo. Like, you know, they didn't have to polish it, but it wasn't probably fully finished. It was just a demo to show off everything. It was scripted, you know. Because it turned yeah. into a cutscene, but it's it, I I don't know. It could be a Microsoft thing too for them to be like, "Hey, we want to release it. You can delay it once." If you know, because I I don't see why they they've been probably working on this for like people were saying like six years they were working on this. Yeah, that's about that's about how long I expect a game to take a big AAA. 
I'm expecting six years at this point. Yeah, and, and them to release with two crucial elements that made the series great. Not in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah. And like I'm people with were you. saying, people were like, "Okay, they're you know they're coming out forward and being honest. They're telling you right now they won't be in the game at launch." That's that's valid. You know what? That's a valid criticism to make. At least it's not like, "Hey, the game releases in two weeks. Here's the features that aren't in it." It's <laughs> no. like, "Hey, guys, here's the game. Is there multiplayer? Can we find each other on this planet or in this galaxy?" Uh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. then it happens. And it happens. Yeah. That's yeah. Remember that one time we played No Man's Sky and we saw the Dune worm? Yo, Dune? You gonna see Dune? I might see Dune, yeah. I want to read the books. I, I was in a thrift store the other day and I saw it was Children of Dune. So I'm guessing that's not the first one. Um, but I want to read them. I've been on a reading kick lately that I like want to read more. When I moved out here, I wanted to read one. I wanted to read one book a month. So far, I've read one book this year. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Friday or Saturday taking a taking a stroll over to my local used bookstore. But I heard, uh, speaking of movies, uh, Free Guy is actually really good, and there's so many video really? game Easter eggs. Really? I saw, yeah, there's one Easter egg is a freaking Halo Scorpion. Really? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so. I even, oh, yeah, go oh, on. God. No, go ahead. No, I was, I was going to make a meme about Space Jam. Not being in space oh. or having any jams, <laughs> but I feel like everybody's talked about that movie to death. Sorry, everyone's talked about the commercial to death. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Is there anything else to talk about? I think that's about everything, Papa. I think so too. Do you want to plug yourself quick? Uh, you follow me on Twitter. I don't really post as much. I usually just retweet stuff. Uh, Stay tuned for a Kyle Vince likes things. Yeah! Thank you for joining us. Uh, This has been episode 164. If you've enjoyed our intro music, it's by Shane Ivers, and you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music, where not only Feather Duster is, but a slew of other great tracks. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. If you'd like to support uh, with a one-time quick little support, John, there's a link to our Redbubble down there. Uh, You can get us anywhere a podcast can be downloaded. Make sure you join the Discord. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment, leave a like. Uh, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. It was a pleasure having you here, sir. Thank you for joining me today. I hope all are well, all is well in the jungles and wherever your fight takes you. Um, yeah. Make sure you give your, make sure you give your mistress a call, please. Uh, Yeah, I will, I will. What's that? Oh shit, I gotta go. Papa? Papa? All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking sticking with us so far. Um, be safe. Call somebody you love. And I will see you next week. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Ghoulman Entertainment Production.